everyone. Welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Friday. It's July 16th. It's 2021. We have 14 baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by my good buddy, Chief Justice 06. Will, how's it going, my friend? Good, man. Uh, had a little refreshing break. MLB is back in our lives. All-Star break is over. And uh, we're going to be back at this thing. One of the things I like about the MLB All-Star break, Stevie, is that we do get a full almost five, six days. Because, you know, the NBA All-Star break, when they have a break, we still have a podcast. Uh, is it on that third Wednesday night? And then they go into Thursday. Well, I guess it probably is about the same because Friday they've got the uh, – the, uh, the uh, celebrity game and stuff. So, yeah, I guess it is about the same – but it's, the MLB one always feels a little bit different because you get Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, no games, and, and then into Friday. So at any rate, I'm glad to be back, man, and, and let's help the people win as much as we can. Yeah, I'm. I mean, it, it's been a nice little break. I'm refreshed, ready to go, and um, I mean, I have like two weekends coming up where the Olympics are going on and the NASCAR is off for a couple of weeks. So I mean, like, I'm gonna get. A nice little refresher here. You're gonna, um, you're gonna disc golf it up. Yeah, well, I just got back <laughs> from doing that. So <laughs> uh, we got 14 games. We got a lot to talk about. We have a lot to talk about for um, the first day back. I mean, there's so many games here. So let's jump right in. We get started with the Mets and Pittsburgh Pirates. It's Stroman and Brubaker. It's a seven and a half total. The Mets are a 146 favorite. Any interest here in Stroman? Oh man, I I'm hoping Stevie that the break did Stroman good. I want to take this chance on Stroman here at 7900. Um, you know he was pitching fine prior to this injury that he had, and then he he just seemed to be kind of screwed up. So in my mind, I'm hoping he got a chance to have this break, got a little extended time, and uh, so at 7900, I am willing to take a shot on him. But it's it's tournament only, um, just because I'm speculating that perhaps he's improved a little bit in the health department. Yeah, I mean, I don't have um, anything really bad to say as far as Stroman is concerned here. I think that the matchup in Pittsburgh, this low total, tells us a lot, um, you know, about this game in general. So I don't hate this spot for Stroman. I mean, he's 7,900. We do have, like, all right. So one thing that I will say is we could have a lot of pitching changes. I waited, you and I waited um, until Thursday night to do the podcast instead of doing it Thursday during the day because we are still waiting for so many, um, you know, pitching, you know, decisions to be made on the slate. So I will say that just because, it, like, it, you know, this these are the guys that should pitch, um, but we never know. You never know. So – um, I mean, we have some good pitchers on the slate as far as pricing goes. I mean, you know, maybe you end up on Stroman. JT Brubaker on the other side of this game, man, I don't I don't even hate him in this spot. Um, I mean, the Mets offense is it's definitely healthier. They don't strike out as much. Maybe that's the biggest concern here for Brubaker. What are your thoughts on him? I think Brubaker Brubaker. I think he I think long term, Stevie, if he stays on this trajectory, I know he's given up some runs here. He's decent, right? And at 6,500, I think he's in play just down the stretch here at the end. He just started giving up too many runs. But if you look at 
uh, the pitch count and the Ks. I mean, he, he kind of gradually, you know, got up. He was kind of in the 80s, had some, some rough stretches there, but he, he's gotten into the 90s before, mid-80s. At 6,500, 6, I don't hate it. I'm just hoping he, he has some Babbitt going back in his direction. I mean, he had six hits, one walk, and gave up six runs earn runs against against the Mets in that last game. And I just feel like some of that may have been a little bad luck, although a lot of that happened in the first game as well, uh, or the game against Milwaukee. So I think he's a good pitcher. I think at 6,500, you can take the chance. Um, and, and that's how I feel about him. I don't think he's the worst pitcher at all. All right, let's talk bats here as far as the Mets go. Man, I, Pete Alonso is in a great spot here, but he's 6K. Um, I don't love the Mets stack, so – Playing Alonzo as a one-off is probably not where I end up, but I mean, when you're looking at the overall numbers, Brubaker is a guy that gives up a lot more home runs to righties, a lot more power to righties. Um, Again, like Alonzo would be the guy that I'd like here, but just the price, like I I have a tough time landing on anybody here, maybe Conforto at 3,700, but I don't love this spot. Yeah, I mean, even Jeff McNeil is 5,100. I'm with you. Uh, It is a... a, the pricing on this Mets team just warrants us to not play him. I will say this. I don't hate Francisco Lindor as a one-off at shortstop. If maybe you don't get there in your stacks at 4,500. I, I just think that's a fantastic price for him. Um, thoughts on the Pittsburgh bats? Anything standing out to you against Stroman? Yeah, nothing. I, I don't think I want to get involved with Pittsburgh on this slate. Not that, they're, not that they've been awful, but I just I can't do it. All right, moving on. We got San Diego at Washington. Chris Paddock against Eric Fed. Nine and a half total here. San Diego's a 140 favorite. Um, any interest here in Paddock? No. <laughs> are, we, are we finally done? <laughs> I mean, if you're ever going to play him, this would be the spot. The price is fantastic. The matchup is not terrible. But, I mean, this is a guy on the season that – you know, 24% K rate. And I mean, his BABIP is through the roof. I just, I struggle when it comes to playing Paddock. I like the price. I, I mean, he's been a lot worse against righties this season than lefties, you know, fair, like oddly enough. And I mean, I don't know. I I don't, the price is fantastic. I'm going to probably pass. What are you, you said no. Um, And I really don't have any interest in Eric fed. No. No, <laughs> that's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> Will, that's not going to happen. Um, all right, let's talk bats here. Anything stand out to you for San Diego? Yeah, I mean, this feels like a really good stack, Stevie. And in fact, the pricing has come down to where now the only guys over 5K that are projected, I think, are Tatis and Machado. So, you know, we'll get Fam at 4,300. I know he's been a little lost at the plate recently, but we'll get uh Cronin worked at 47 Grisham at 41 Hosmer at 35 Will Myers at 35 like the San Diego bats this is back in striking this is where we can really you know find some creative ways to stack this team so I really like the pricing uh my favorite though I do think is Trent Grisham I know you know maybe he's not having the season so far that that we expected but at 4100 I mean this feels like a really good spot for him yeah, I mean, I don't mind San Diego. It's not like Eric Fed goes out and gives up a ton of home runs. Um, that's not like his MO, you know, one or two maybe a start. So I mean, I don't I don't mind San Diego. 
you're paying so much for Tatis that like you're looking for guys like Gresham, like you said, Hosmer, 3,500, Will Myers, 3,500. The stack is super doable as far as pricing goes. Um, anything standing out to you for Washington? Oh, listen, I'm just going to be honest with you guys. I would stack Washington just because Paddock's been so bad. Uh, this is just, I mean, man, we got to go back to, to our good friend, Pepsi seven uh, gas can of the night. And, and no, I don't, I don't think Chris Paddock's completely a gas can, but this season he has been one. I think we stack Washington, Josh Bell, one of my favorites at 4,400. Um, I just think that's a fantastic price for him. We're even getting Soto at 5,300 right in line there. So I, I really like this team. You know, their top three bats are, you know, uh, Turner, Soto and Bell. And then everybody else is very cheap. So I, I like Washington as well. Um, moving on, we got the Red Sox and the Yankees. Um, I mean, assuming this game plays, um, Aaron judge, probably not going to play. I think Ursula was the other one and, um, Higgs, right. I'm pretty sure that's the guys, um, that popped up on the COVID, uh, I'm assuming that it's going to be Perez against Herman could be wrong. Um, but it sounds like that's what it's going to be. So. This game, 10 total, um, and it's a pick'em game. Any interest here in Perez? No. And, man, I'm so disappointed, Stevie, because today is the day getting some Eduardo Rodriguez I felt like would have been just fantastic. But instead we get Senor Perez, and uh, that's going to be a no bueno for me. No good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm going to pass on Perez. I'm going to pass on Herman too. Um, like when you're looking at Domingo Herman, the pitch count is just all over the place. Um, hasn't thrown more than 80 pitches since the beginning of June. I just, I mean, that's the biggest concern. Yeah. Can't do it. Won't do it. All right. Uh, let's talk bats here. What's standing out to you for the Red Sox? Man, a whole pile of everything. You know, you got a guy that's struggling – uh, or was struggling at least. Um, and so I, I think, you know, Alex Verdugo, a guy that's going to be pesky at the plate, 3,500, Stevie, in Yankee Stadium. Uh, Mr. Short Porch alert, uh, Alex Verdugo. Man, this may, this feels like a, a uh, first plate appearance home run here. So I, I really like him today. Uh, Raphael Devers, another one that's on the list. And then this is, this is the righty-righty special. No, not J.D. Martinez. Hunter Renfro. 3,300. I, I love Boston today, and I think a lot of people are going to be on board. I, I wouldn't be building any stacks without Hunter Renfro if he's in the lineup. I, I really like this spot for him. Uh, just got tons of power. I'm excited about this team in terms of stacking today. Yeah, I mean, I think both of these teams are very stackable in this game. I think it's going to be a pretty high-scoring game. I mean, the biggest concern with the Red Sox is the Yankees' bullpen in the bottom end of this game. Uh, but if the game, if it's going the way that you're hoping, then, I mean, you're not super concerned about that. Um, and then on the other side, I mean, the Yankee side, obviously Judge and Ursula not being in the lineup hurts. But, I mean, you got Void at a good price. Um, LeMahieu is a little expensive. Sanchez, Stanton are expensive. But with these guys out, like Torres is 3800 we're going to potentially get some good lineup spots for some of these, um, you know, other Yankee hitters. So, I mean, I think the Yankees are very playable here too. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm definitely on board with the Yankees. 
Um, you know, I, I think this is a, a fantastic spot for him. I think what I was trying to figure out is, um, you know, who, who are these other guys? Cause they got so many guys out. Um, we've got this, this plethora of guys like Trey Ambergi. Is he going to be in the lineup? LaCastro, like who's it going to be? Because the bottom of this order is going to be very cheap. All right, moving on. We got Texas at Toronto. Jordan Lyles against Robbie Ray in this one. Um, I haven't seen a total out. Oh, I see it now. It popped up. It's 10, and Toronto's a 220 favorite, right around what I was kind of thinking here. Um, any interest in Jordan Lyles? No. Yeah, me either. Um, I mean, I have some interest in Robbie Ray. I, I do. Like, there's a I lot have- of strikeouts in this Texas lineup. Robbie Ray should be pitching with a lead in this game. I mean, he has a 15% swinging strike rate and a 32% K rate. Like these are 2017, 2018 Robbie Ray numbers. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's hard not to like him in this spot. Stevie, I <sighs> Robbie Ray is my favorite pitcher on the slate. He really is. I, I, I'm really feeling a Ray. Uh, you know. Blue Jays stack here. Like they, he's just my favorite pitch on the slate. 9,300 K rates above 30 this year. X flip is down in the threes. I mean, he, he's really been good. And then Stevie, when he's pitching really well, he's got a leash. I mean, last out of the last six games, Stevie, he's gone over a hundred pitches three times. Now, one of those was in Baltimore where he just didn't pitch well and it was hot. Uh, that day, I remember that day, but even still, he was in the 90s and the other ones 103, 104, and then we got one at 106. I I love this spot, Stevie, for Robbie Ray. I mean, he's my favorite pitch on the day, point blank, period. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think that's a great spot for him. I'm not, I'm not sitting here, um, trying to talk you off of it, that's for sure. <laughs> um, again, I, I like the spot for Robbie Ray a lot. As far as the Texas bats go, I mean, Joey Gallo was one of the hottest hitters in baseball, had eight home runs in the 10 games leading up to the all-star break. He was scorching hot. Garcia at 4,100 is a really fair price too. So, I mean, I don't mind taking some one-offs here and just hoping for some power. Yeah, definitely one-off for me with the Dallas. But outside of that, I just – I mean, man, Robbie Ray's mowing down lefties. I I just – He's mowing down everybody, but uh, specifically lefties. And this team does have a, a fair amount of lefties, especially with David Dahl back healthy, which I'm, I'm happy for him. Um, but probably just a Dallas. That's it. All right. Um, on the Toronto side, I mean, everybody. Like, they're probably the top stack <laughs> on the slate. Like, this is a great spot for Toronto. Yeah, man. The question is, who are you going to play? Vlad, 6,400 on this slate. I mean. got to play the MVP, man. <laughs> he is expensive. Jeez. Uh, but I'm with you, man. Everybody, everybody. You just play them all. Yeah. I mean, this. I feel like, like I said, I feel like this is a great spot. Um, yeah, this is a great spot. I don't really like, I don't even need to get into it. I mean, yeah, some of these guys, Gritchick, Guriel, Tiosker, Biggio, they're all, they're like cheap enough that like you can go probably two of Vlad, Bo, Springer, Simeon, and like pair it with like three of these cheaper guys and like the stack kind of comes together. Um, yeah. So, 
Bishop I mean, I don't, for sure makes it work. For sure. I don't see I don't see using four Toronto guys. Um, uh, the expensive guys, I mean. No. I think that's going to be where it would be really tough. Uh, we got the Brewers and the Reds. Woodruff against Molly. This game has an eight and a half total. Milwaukee's a slight favorite. Speaking of Milwaukee, did you see the game the other night? The refs were so bad. Um, anyway, the basketball game, like I, I was pulling my hair out, man. Pulling my hair out. Anyway, um, any interest here in Woodruff? Oh man, I feel I feel like I should have some some interest in Woodruff. He's been fairly good most of the season. So he's definitely on the list. He's not ahead of Robbie Ray by any stretch, but he's on the list. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't mind him. Um, the Reds lineup, it's definitely weaker, um, but I don't know. Like, are we – I know a lot of these guys were close to being back um, as far as, like, rehab assignments and stuff. So it would be really interesting to see what this lineup looks like. I have interest in Woodruff. He's one of the best pitcher, strikeout pitchers in baseball. Tyler Molly on the other side, he's 8,200. Milwaukee was definitely hitting the ball better um, coming down the stretch. Molly was struggling with command. He had at least three walks in three of his last four starts. Um, what are your thoughts here on Tyler Molly? Yeah, he's another one where I think I have interest because of the pitch count, and he's a reasonably good pitcher at 8,200. He could match a Woodruff if, if things broke his way the right way. So, I, I don't hate it. Um, you know, for a guy that has a leash, you know, like you said, if he can get the walks down, I mean, he had four against Milwaukee, four against Chicago, three against Minnesota. Uh, you know, if he can get that down, I think we'll be in good shape. Um, so I, I like him for the price. I really do. All right. Bats in this game. Anything standing out to you from Milwaukee? Yeah, I do. And this is going to sound crazy. Rowdy Tellez at the bottom of this lineup. I mean, I, I, I like I, I like that call in terms of uh, like a cheap first baseman one-off. Let's say you're building, as, as an example, this is just more of a, a gameplay thing. Let's say you're building Toronto and you choose to play some of the other guys and leave out uh, Vlad because he's the most expensive bat. Then that means you're going to need some cheap first baseman. Rowdy Tellez fits the bill. So he's definitely a guy that I like. I don't hate Jace Peterson. I know I'm, I'm, I'm uh, honing in on these lefties. Jace Peterson has actually sneaky been pretty good here uh, recently. And at 3300 I think this is a fantastic price for him. Um, and those are kind of my two guys. Clearly, I'm not trying to sell you on Yelich. You can play Yelich. But I did want to point out those guys. Peterson and Tellez at the bottom of this lineup uh, could be a really good place for us. On the Cincinnati side, I mean, I like the price for Winker. Um, Castellanos is always someone you could play. I mean, I don't want to stack either one of these teams. I mean, no. playing a couple one-offs from either side, like, I don't hate that idea. Um, but, yeah. Tucker Barnhart is on a cheap catcher alert if he's in there at 3300 All right. We got Minnesota at Detroit. This is the second game of the doubleheader. They're playing an early game, too. So this game's only going to be seven innings. It sounds like it's going to be Kentai Maeda and Matt Manning pitching in the second half of this one. Um, I don't see a total for the second game. Uh, I saw a total for the early game. Uh, Oh, there is a total out now. It's six and a half. Minnesota's a 150 favorite. Um, Any interest here in Kentai Maeda? 
Yeah, I don't hate it because, you know, Maeda is a guy that's not going to go crazy deep anyway. And Stevie, uh, I think if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong in terms of the rules and scoring, if Maeda did happen to go to dis- go the distance for seven innings, isn't he going to get the complete game points here? Now, he I'm not would. saying he's going to do it, but I'm saying if he did, I think he will. So I, I think this is some incentive to play an $8,700 Maeda, even if he only goes – six i think he can still get the job done for us but with them knowing it's seven innings maybe they say hey go on back out and let's see if we can finish this thing he, he's on complete game bonus points alert for the chief so i, I like my item i mean i definitely think he's in play um detroit was a lot better uh coming down the stretch so like that's obviously somewhat concerning but i mean this is a spot that he should should go out and pitch his really solid game. He just put up 23 against his team right before the all-star break. So, I mean, 23 is not terrible. 8,700 on a 14-game slate. Uh, Manning on the other side, I mean, I'm going to pass on him. Like, he doesn't pitch deep into games. I, I just don't see myself using him. I like the price, but I just, I'm not going to end up on him. Can't do it. Won't do it. Um, any interest here in the Minnesota Bats? Yes, I, I do have some interest in Minnesota. Uh, you know, Lauren Donaldson, 3,900, Stevie. Man, Arias, 26. Nelson Cruz, 41. Do you see these prices? Alex Kirilov, 2,800. This is my cheap stack team of the day. Kepler, 2,500. Stevie, this feels like an extreme misprice. I know it's only seven innings, so I, I get it. But they're the away team. So they're, if, if they're rolling, they're just going to keep going. I like Minnesota at these prices. I really do. Even in seven innings. Yeah, I just worry. Like, honestly, I just worry about, I mean, it's a 14-game slate, and we know we're getting only seven innings here, uh, unless we get, you know, extra innings. And, like, I think that's the biggest concern. Plus, we, I don't, we might be seeing, like, a watered-down lineup for Minnesota, depending on, like, what they do with the second end of the doubleheader. That's my biggest concern. So I think it's going to be one, a lineup thing, and two, just, I mean, is the ceiling really there with only getting seven innings? Like, if your team goes out and they crush early, and, I mean, if Minnesota crushes Detroit in the early game and Detroit uses up a lot of bullpen, I mean, that's where, like, the the ceiling is still through the roof for the second part of the game. But I typically stay away from these seven-inning games for pitching or for hitting, anyway. Um, Any interest in the Detroit bats? No. Yeah. Um, moving on. We got Tampa Bay at Atlanta. It sounds like it's going to be Michael Walker um, pitching for Tampa. And then on the Atlanta side, we're looking at Charlie Morton. This game opened at nine. Atlanta's a 130 favorite. Any interest here in Michael Walker? Well, first of all, Steve, we're about to party like it's 1999 with Michael Walker facing uh, Charlie Morton. And do I have interest? I don't think he's the worst play at 6,700, but I don't think I, I have to play him. Um, clearly, I mean, man, you know you know how I feel about this whole scenario with uh, Acuna just, just sad. I mean, just sad. Uh, but no, I don't think I'm going to play Walker here. Yeah, poor one out for Ronald Acuna. Um, hope he bounces back. One of the best young baseball players um, 
you know, just kind of hoping. I mean, Jock Peterson, if Jock Peterson wins me a tournament and I get to buy a Braves Jock Peterson jersey, that's kind of exciting. So I have a I have a Dodgers Jock Peterson jersey. Um, on the other side, we got Charlie Morton. I mean, I don't hate Morton in the spot. 8,500. He's kind of right in that range coming off of one of his better starts. This is a guy that puts up like 30 or 15 most nights. And I mean, Tampa, <laughs> Tampa is such a big strikeout team that I feel like if you're playing a lot of tournament teams, you're going to have some exposure, um, to Charlie Morton. For sure. And I will say this, Steve, if I was on DraftKings, while Robbie Ray is my favorite pitcher. Um, I still think some Maeda Morton teams could pay off big time. I really do. So Morton at 85, I think is a fantastic, fantastic price for a guy that's, that's got the upside. Um, and like you said, you know, you just got to hope this is his, his 30 point game because, you know, like I said, I got to see him pitch for the first time, uh, live against, uh, Miami and man, he was rolling and then just had a meltdown. Then goes to Miami, of course, a little bit better ballpark. And just destroys them. So, you know, I, I'm with you. Price on Morton is great for, for the production we've gotten for him for, you know, a lot of these games this season. Yeah, I mean, like I said, if you're playing a bunch of teams, I feel like you have to um, you have to take shots. As far as the Tampa bats go, I mean, this lineup has upside. It, it really does. With Franco in there and Meadows and Lau or Lau, or Rosarina, like there's plenty of upside in this lineup. It's a ballpark upgrade going to Tampa or to Atlanta. Sorry. Um, I just, I don't think I end up on it, but I wouldn't like talk you off of it, especially if Morton's going to get some ownership here. Yeah, I get it. I, I think I'm going to pass on them, but trust me, we're going to have some opportunities to stack the raise in this series. We're, we're just going to. Um, Atlanta, any interest in them here against Waka? I mean, now with, uh, with the Cunha gone, I mean, most of this lineup is just so affordable. Uh, def- I definitely think Albies is my favorite bat. I know, I know, listen, I love Freddie, but at 6,200, I think he's going to fall behind Albies for me. Um, another, another favorite bat of mine in this spot is actually Austin Riley, uh, looks really good. So I, I think, you know, that, that kind of little combination there, Albies Riley or, or Freeman Albies Riley, a little three-man action. I think that's great. And then, of course, you know, with Ahiri Adrianza, he's probably going to lead off at 2,100. I mean, what, what more could you ask for for a team that we think is probably going to win this game? I mean, yeah, Waka has definitely been reverse splits this yeah. year, most of his career. A lot worse on the road. Um, so, I mean, I like this spot for the righties. Riley and Swanson. I love the Riley call. I don't think a lot of people would end up on him at his price at third base, but I think this guy has massive upside in this game. Quietly has 14 home runs on the season, on pace to hit 30 home runs this season. So, I mean, I like the Riley call a lot. Houston at Chicago. We got McCullers and two-sport superstar um, Dylan Sees. No? Okay. Um, <laughs> nine total in this game. Houston, a 137 favorite. It was really cool to see some Dylan C's disc golf during the All-Star break, that's for sure. Um, any interest here in Lance McCullers? Man, you know, initially if you would asked me that this season, I would have said no. I think he's just maybe going to not make the cut because I do want to keep my pitching pool condensed. 
Uh, but I'm not going to tell you to not play Lance because I, I do think he has some upside here in this spot. He's been pitching a lot better recently, so I don't hate it. But he's not going to make my personal list because of the way I'm trying to condense the pitching pool. All right. Um, I don't think I end up on McCullers. I completely understand if you do. Um, and then Dylan sees as much as I like watching him play some disc golf. Um, I'm not playing Dylan sees 9K against a team that doesn't strike out. Um, I mean, yeah. that's where I'm at. I'm with you. And I, and I know Houston looks like they were very uh, lost to the last couple games of the uh, – the, before the all-star break because you know they had this weird game where Garrett Cole goes out and throws 150 million pitches and then they had one against Frankie Montas trust me people long term this team isn't striking out a lot I wouldn't test the waters with Dylan Cease the answer is no we're not playing them bats in this game I mean it's two really respectable pitchers um I mean, on the Houston side, if you want to take a shot on, I mean, Kyle Tucker's 3,900 and he has massive power. Brantley's 3,800. Am I missing anything else here for Houston? I mean, we, we got Mr. Abraham Toro, 3,200. I mean, Stevie, as much as I, and I do respect Dylan Cease, I think I'm coming out of the gate stacking Houston here. I think people are going to remember what happened before the break. But when we're getting Brantley at 38 and Tucker at 39, Go ahead and load up Jordan Alvarez as well. Throw in Toro at 32. I, I like Houston here. Stevie, I think Houston hangs a number on the White Sox today. I think this is a 10-point outing for them. I'm very excited about this team. That's my hot take. Houston scores 10-plus runs in this spot, coming back off the All-Star break refreshed. All right. Um, on the White Sox side, I mean, uh, again, like the price for Anderson and Abreu is so expensive against a good pitcher here in McCullers. Um, I mean, Goodwin's price is even up a little bit. It's still under 4K. What are your thoughts here when it comes to the White Sox? Yeah, I mean, I think I'm going to pass. I will say this. Shame shame on them for not playing Tim Anderson in the All-Star game, Stevie. Let them get in that bat. It's just shame, right? I mean, just awful. Awful management for an All-Star team. Uh, all right, I'm done with that. Not going to play the White Sox. I didn't even know that. Um, I kind of unplugged a lot this week. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> um, so he, was he the only one that didn't get in that bag? Uh, well, I don't know if he heard. Um, yeah, he, he didn't get in that bat. And then you know they only brought out uh, Zach Wheeler for like a third of an inning. I mean, Stevie, unbelievable. I, I, I so, so, okay, and I, I know we got to move. So, Corbin Burns gets two full innings. Zach Wheeler gets a third of an inning. What in the world at the All-Star game? I mean, it, Steve, it was incredible. I, I couldn't believe what, what I saw. I don't even think Carlos Rodon pitched either. I don't think he pitched. It was crazy. Well, they have to leave a couple guys. Um, the, a couple guys because – of um what's it called extra innings and stuff so yeah. a couple guys like they have to leave um in there but yeah all right moving on we got baltimore at kansas city we got keegan aiken against danny duffy um i was trying to see 10 total 
Kansas City, a 152 favorites. Any interest here in Keegan Aiken? No. The price is tempting. It really <laughs> is. Um, I've done crazier <laughs> things. I really have. I, I get it. I Well, I, I will say this. If you're doing that, you have to be playing Vlad or you have to be playing Freddie or Tatis. Like, I'm not playing Keegan Aiken to stack up some – you know, Brady Bunch rendezvous team. I, I just used two random words to explain how random it would be to not do that. But uh, all right, I'll, I'll shut up now. I mean, I'm just saying there's not many. Uh, gosh, man, he's not great. And his ERA is through the roof. But if you look at some of his advanced stats, they're a lot better um, than what meets the eye. Like, I don't know. He is a top prospect. His BABIP is extremely high. He's been getting very unlucky. His, his Sierra and XFIP are like three points runs lower. It's the walks that were beating him up, but like he's only had one walk in three straight starts. So I don't think it's crazy. I, I really don't. If you're going down here and you're like you said, you're stacking Toronto. And I think Danny Duffy on the other side of this game is another tournament play that you're potentially looking at. He was struggling bad, and I think a break for him is going to be really nice. Yeah, at 7K for a guy that um, pitched pretty well at the you know first couple games of the season and then kind of leveled back out, and, uh, and then he was hurt for a period too, Steve. Like he was out like a month, and then you know he comes back and just doesn't have it together. So I'm with you. Uh, I think this is when you take a chance on these guys. That's why I like Stroman. Uh, you know, a guy like Duffy, I'm putting him in the same boat, Stevie, at 7K. This is a guy that can go out and get us 25 fantasy points. So I'm with you. Hop on these guys now because if he comes out and has a dominant performance, the next game we're not getting him at that price. He'll be 8K plus. So I love that call. Love the Duffy call. But, I mean, even if you're taking shots on Danny Duffy, I mean, Mancini's 4,500. Like, that is a fantastic price. Hayes is 3,200 here. Um, so like those guys, assuming that Mountain Castle is going to be back, you can get a nice little three man stack going here with the Baltimore side. Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. Um, anything on the Kansas City side that you like? I mean, if they're going to keep giving us Ori Soler for free, uh, he's been bad, but we got to do it. Hunter Dozier, 33. Uh, I like these prices. So these are guys I want to look at. Uh, because, you know, if Sal Pal can get in there, we can get Merrifield. You pair those couple guys up. It's just a very affordable situation. All right. Moving on. We got San Francisco at St. Louis in this one. This is one of those games that we're going to have to watch the weather. Kevin Gossman, Gaussman and Adam Wainwright, seven and a half total. San Francisco is a 160 favorite. Kevin Gaussman, one of the highest priced pitchers on the slate. And I'm still thinking that, like, this is a price that I want to pay for Kevin Gaussman here. Um, you know, this matchup is against the St. Louis team. He put up 25 against this team right before the break. He's been pitching fantastic this season. Um, he has a 181 Woba against right-handed hitters. He's been even better on the road than he has been at home this season. I mean, his XFIP is like 3.3, um, strikeout rate over 30% not giving up home runs. Uh, what's not to like about Kevin Gaussman this year? What's not to like is I didn't get these performances in Atlanta. <laughs> that, that, that's what's not to like. 
I mean, gee, what we could do with with this version of Kevin Gaussman right now, let's take it even a step back, a step further, Stevie. What in the world was Baltimore thinking, letting him go? That was a couple of years ago. At any rate, um, I'm with you. I, I, I like Gaussman here. I'm going to be facing a mostly righty lineup at 10-3. I definitely think it's worth it. I still don't have my head of Robbie Ray on this slate for what it's worth because of the salary. That I just I just think the thousand dollar discount is fantastic, but Gaussman clearly one of the best pitchers on the slate. Um, on the other side, I mean Wainwright's not a bad pitcher. Seventy seven hundred is a is a really fair price for him. It's just I hate playing pitchers against the Giants. They're a really really solid offense. Yeah, and that, that's kind of where I am. Um, he's going to be on the outside looking at, in for me. Like if, if I had to choose between Wainwright and Strowman on this slate, I'd absolutely play Strowman. And then, you know, even still, if I had to choose between Wainwright and Danny Duffy, I'd probably play Duffy. And uh, I don't have anything against Wainwright. Like you said, he's been good this year. But I, I, th- I think those are just kind of my, my reads. If I'm going to not play him, I'd just go under or go up to Strowman. Um, bats in this game, anything on the Giants side? And that, that, and that's the crazy part about it. I still don't want to play the bats. Like, I don't feel like they're going to run up the score. I just think maybe Wainwright won't get the K's that we need from to be successful. Yeah. I mean, Yaz under 5k, very playable here. Um, I mean, outside of that, I don't see myself using a lot of giants here. Um, they're another team that could potentially get healthy here post all-star break um, with Posey and those guys. Um, and, and Brandon belt was getting close to being back as well. So um, on the St. Louis side, anything that you like here uh, for the no. Cardinals? Yeah. No, I'm not playing a single <laughs> Cardinal. <today. I'm> out. <laughs> out. All right, let's get into it. One of the reasons that I like Keegan Aiken. We got the Los Angeles Dodgers going into Coors to face the Colorado Rockies. Yes, that is one of the reasons. 11 total. The Dodgers are a 2 of 5 favorite. Um, Julio Urias against Anthony Antonio Sensatella. Um, any interest here in Urias? Brief, but I don't. I just don't. I'd be lying to you if I said that I don't think he's a a terrible player. Yeah, I I mean, the price is fantastic. The Rockies stink. Yeah, (laughs) that's what it is. It's like, man, it's he's in play. He's for sure in play today, for sure. Yeah, I mean, again, like, (laughs) well, and here's the other thing too, Stevie. Um, and and maybe people know this, and maybe they don't. Is Colorado one of the best hitting environments because of the elevation? Yes, but they have, they do use a humidor to try to negate that. So I I did want people to know that, like, it's not like every time they touch the ball, it's flying out of there. They're they're trying to do things, I guess, to negate the explosiveness of the offenses. Uh, But even still, I mean, best hitting environment on the slate, but at 7,800, Urias absolutely in play. Yeah, I mean... The price is fantastic. I don't like playing pitchers and cores, but the price is one of those ones. Um, yeah. Stevie, so. I played Austin Gomber in cores for 5,500 because I felt like that was way too low. You know I'm interested in Urias at 78. Bottom line. 
we're interested. We're interested. Um, yeah, I mean, and then Sensatella on the other side, like, no. <laughs> like, nope, can't do it. Uh, I don't do even it. have to like think twice about it. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna go out and say, like, no. <laughs> Don't do that to yourself. Yep. Don't do it, people. All right. Um, Dodgers bats, every single one of them. I, I mean, like, Toronto and L.A. are the two top stacks. The Dodgers um, and the Blue Jays are the two top stacks in the slate. And, I mean, the Dodgers are the top, top stack in the slate, and it's really not that close. I second. I second. Um, The Rockies, I mean, Trevor Story, maybe. CJ Crone is a really nice price for facing a lefty in cores, but I'm not going to go out of my way to play Rockies here. I, I do like the fact that they are going to be potentially lower owned. Yeah, I, I do like Trevor Story as a one-off here at 5,400. Like that's, I can absolutely get behind that, but I don't want to stat the Rockies. I don't, I don't want to do it. Seattle, Adelaide taking on the Angels. We got Flexen going up against Heaney today. Um, this game has a nine total. The Angels are a 163 favorite. Any interest here in Chris Flexen? Uh, no, I think I'm going to pass. I'm not saying he's the worst pitcher in the world, but I won't need him today. So he gets the X button. Yep. Um, Heaney... I am on the fence on Heaney. I could totally see using him in tournaments. I think it's kind of hit or miss because he's a very hit or miss pitcher. Um, I think he's very much in play. Yeah, I think it's the price, right? Like this is one of those spots where I wish they just would have priced him at 9K and I could have just not even thought about it. But with him at 7,400, it's the, the price is so palatable. And so, like, he hasn't he hasn't had a whole lot of great games this season. But, like, if he was ever going to go out and get close to 30, isn't it going to be against the Seattle Mariners? And it's not that they've been terrible because they've got a little bit, a little bit more healthy with Hanniger and some of these other guys. But I, I said all that to say the price has me very interested in Andrew Haney today. Yeah, I mean, the price is fantastic. And then as far as, like, the Seattle bats go, like, the only guys you really want to target against him is, like, Hanniger. Yeah. That's mainly I mean, like, Jake Fraley, like, he was hitting the ball pretty solid. um, But, I mean, he's a lefty. Like, I really think Hanniger is the only guy that I have interest in here. That's why why I was just, like, I kind of have some interest here in, in Heaney. Yeah, for sure. I'm with you 100%. Um, I mean, the Angels bats like Otani is probably one of the better plays in the slate. Jared Walsh, if you want to go that route, it's just so hard to stack the Angels. I mean, I think, I think Adam Eaton potentially coming over from the White Sox, like he's really cheap. And if he's in the lineup and has a good lineup spot, I mean, like, Maybe some new life for him just in a different situation. It would be nice, but, I mean, it's so hard to stack this team because you just hate clicking the buttons because it doesn't look sexy at all. Yeah, I'm with you. Adam Eaton at 27, though, I I like it a lot. 
I and I don't I don't mind guys that aren't going to strike out a lot. Like Adam Eaton is still not going to strike out. Iglesias is not going to strike out. How often do we hear that name? Not very often. But I think if I'm going to put something together with this team, Stevie, while the names may not be the sexy names, Fletcher's not going to strike out. Otani could hit a bomb. Walsh could hit a bomb. Iglesias is not going to strike out. Adam Eaton's not going to strike out a lot. I think this Angels team is going to give Chris Flex some problems, and I think that's actually reflecting in the Vegas total. I've got him at about 4.8 runs right now, roughly minus 160 favorites. So I, I, I like the Angels, Stevie, and I think they're coming in. It's a big slate, but they're going to be very low on because they have no name value outside of Shohei Otani. Can you imagine when Rendon gets back and Trout gets back? And how? I mean, imagine that. Otani, Rendon, uh, Trout, and I'm not saying in that order. Then you got some professional guys like Adam Eaton, Iglesias, Fletcher. It's going to be insane. They're going to be a really good team. Up, Upton. I mean, man. One I can mean, only dream. Rendon and Trout being back in Upton, like the Angels are, they're yeah. legit. They're, they're a team you're watching that second half for, and you're like, all right. All right, we got the Cubs and the Diamondbacks. Kyle Hendricks going up against Madison Bumgarner. Nine and a half total. Cubs a one forty seven favorite here. Um, any interest here in Hendricks? No. I'm, and guess what? Every time I talk about Kyle Hendricks, he goes out and dominates. I'm just I'm not doing it, Stevie. I'm not playing Kyle Hendricks on this slate. Not doing it. Been there, done that um, too many times. Yeah, I'm out. And then Madison Bumgarner. I mean, no, he has been terrible, um, terrible, 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 yep. terrible this season. Yeah. Stevie, you probably already know what I'm going to do with this game. I know you want to play the Cubs, but, I mean, I hate playing the Cubs. I'm not doing it. I've stopped playing the Cubs, Steve. You know what I'm going to do? Chris Bryant what? is 4,300 going up against Madison Bumgarner, That's, and that... Javi Baez is 45. <laughs> like, I'm not playing the Cubs. I've learned my lesson, Stevie. I'm going to play Chris Bryant one off and let him hit the one run that they score, which is a home run. And everybody else is going to strike out 20 times. Uh, and I, man, and, I, and I'm a big, I'm an Anthony Rizzo truther. I don't know if people have listened to this podcast enough. I'm an Anthony Rizzo truther. Like he's actually one of my favorite Cubs bats of all time, but man, I just can't do it. Stevie. It's Chris Bryant or bust. He's the only Cub I'm playing and that's it. And that's terrible analysis because this is the spot to play him. I mean, it's it's awful analysis. I'm I'm just telling you now. I, I don't know if people would admit that, but I just I can't do it because of what's happened this season. Just give me Chris Bryant. I I like the Cubs. I hate <laughs> I gosh I hate it. Well, I hate it so much. Yeah, every every being in my bones is telling me not to play the Cubs today. Oh and I look God. at some of these prices and I'm like, Wisdom, Contreras, Baez, Bryant. Nobody's gonna play Rizzo on a lefty lefty. Sign me up to play the Cubs. And the best thing about playing the Cubs here is you only use one outfield spot. So like you can you can your secondary stack can have two outfielders like come on man let's go Chicago oh, uh, Arizona on the other side I mean I don't mind Arizona my biggest concern here with Arizona is Hendricks is not a guy that typically gives up a lot of home runs so I really don't see myself stacking Arizona here 
Listen, you know I like these lefties, though, Stevie. Pavin Smith, Cole Calhoun, possibly, at 2K. Stevie, 2K Cole, Cole Calhoun against Cal Hendricks. David Peralta, 3,100. I, I don't want to stack this team, but, man, I, I feel like stacking the lefties here. You, I've been talking about Hendricks uh, being worse against lefties this season overall, and he has been. And this team is going to throw a lot of lefties at him. I'm a little intrigued with the lefties. I, I, I'm intrigued. <sighs> I'm moving on. I got to get off this game. Uh, we're going to finish it out here with Cleveland at Oakland. I I, I can't do it anymore. Um, <laughs> we had too much of a break. Eli Morgan, Sean Manaya, eight and a half total. Oakland's a minus 200 favorite here. Any interest here in Eli Morgan? Nope. I'm going to pass. I like the, uh, so I've seen a couple websites have Manaya and I've seen a couple websites have Bassett. Um, they're both really cheap. Like Bassett's 85 and Manaya's 82. Um, I mean, Cleveland's not the greatest matchup because they don't strike out a ton. Do you have any interest in if it's either one of these guys? Uh, I would prefer Bassett over Manaya, but I don't, if I had to choose between the two, but I think either one of them is fine. Um, I guess we'll just kind of have to wait and see. I, I would be in on playing either one, but I would prefer Bassett. Um, <laughs> um, I'm done. I can't do it anymore. Um, all right. On the Cleveland side of things, I mean, Jose Ramirez, it doesn't matter who's pitching. He's in play. If it's Bassett, I think Bradley's in play. If it's Manaya, Fran Mills a good play at thirty eight hundred. I think Fran Mills really in play either way. Um, anything else that you like here for Cleveland? Um, I, I don't hate Harold Ramirez if Manaya's in play as well at thirty one. But overall, I'm not stacking Cleveland today. Any interest in Oakland? I have tons of interest, Stevie. And they are priced up a little bit, but we can we can uh, minimize some of that savings and distribute the salary evenly when we can play Jed Lowry and Sean Murphy and Seth Brown and little Tony Kemp action. Maybe he maybe he hops up to the to the top of the order because it'll be lefty righty. Don't know, um, and then that way we can get some Matt Olson in there. Elvis Andrus is thirty two hundred. I really like Oakland in this spot against against Morgan. All right. Um... Let's play the morning grind game, and then we're going to get out of here. I feel like it's so weird coming on for a Friday and then getting out of here for the weekend. Um, under 8K to get six or more strikeouts, who do you got? Got to be Andrew Haney. Andrew Heaney. I like him a lot. I'm going to go Duffy. Um, Heaney was yeah. my pick too, but uh, I'll go Duffy. Over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust today? Dylan Cease. Man, get off my – did you not see him throw in the disc from, like, 150 feet in the Pro-Am? Oh, uh, don't don't mess with my my pro my pro disc golfer buddy, Dylan Seas. Um, I mean, I'm going to – it's so hard. I feel like all these guys get there today. Um, yeah, I mean, Seas is probably the best option not to get there. Give me Bassett, I guess. I get it. 
Tyler Molly, if he's struggling with command, maybe. Um, over 4K to hit a home run, not in course. Big time. Give me Jordan Alvarez. I like it. I like it. Um, I'm going to go Vlad Guerrero Jr. because why not? He hits home runs everywhere. Um, under 4K to get two hits, not in course. I'm going to go back to a recent game that we talked about. Adam Eaton, if, he's, if he cracks the lineup at 27, which I think he will, I like this game for him, Adam Eaton. All right. Um, I'm going to go Hosmer, man. 3500 for Eric Hosmer is really cheap. Um, I think he's going to be he, – he could potentially be like a popular cash game play today. Yeah. Um, stack to score six or more runs. Who do you got? Already talked about it earlier, way off the board. You're not going to see a lot of ownership on this team. But I'm still a big believer in low strikeouts win. Houston Astros, hot take of the day, 10-plus runs in this spot. I'm going to go to Chicago Cubs because I like pain. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's going to get us out of here for Friday. I hope everyone has an awesome weekend. If you're playing NASCAR, it's the last race before we get a couple weeks off here. Uh, So make sure you head on over. Check out the NASCAR premium package here at Roto-Grinders. We'll have um, everything up for Xfinity and Cup. If you're into sporting cards, sports cards, trading cards, however you want to say it, make sure you check out Will's new video. It's awesome. It's the it's the four-alarm fire drill. He has one up for this week. Um, he goes over some top stuff with MLB cards. So make sure you guys are checking that out. It's here at Roto-Grinders um, on the YouTube page as well. So... That'll wrap it up. We'll be back Monday talking some more baseball. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.